doing? What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Leather Helmet Fandom Podcast. Today, you will be joined by... Ian Pisarchuk. And myself, Caleb Consman. Ian, why don't you let us know what we're going to hit today? Today, we will start by going over the divisional round. Uh, we'll predict those games, and then we'll move on. And we'll talk about the wild card losers of last week. Um, we'll go into depth about what they need to do if their future is bright or if this was their best season and they're just going to be downhill from there. All right, well, let's jump right into it. Let's get started with uh, Rams versus Packers. Who you got, man? All right, well, in this one, I have the Packers here. Rams, they did what they were supposed to last week. I predicted them to win last week. They played some good defense. Jared Goff still didn't look too good, but he got the job done. And to me, this all comes down to Devontae Adams versus Jalen Ramsey. Exciting matchup. Really excited to see that. Not really sure how it's going to go, but I do want to say if Jalen Ramsey does sh shut down Devontae Adams, he is clearly the best cornerback in the league, and to me it's not even debatable if he's able to achieve that. And then the next big part of this game is can other Packers wide receivers step up? You know, Allison, MVS, are they able to pick up and catch, catch some more balls, get some yardage? You know, because Adams... Even if he does have a good game, I can't see him having like a 150-yard game, two touchdowns. If he has a good game, maybe, maybe it's like 80 yards, a touchdown, something like that. So these other wide receivers might actually have to step up for the Packers to get the win. I see them doing that, and I think they get the win. What do you got, Caleb? Yeah, the Packers as well. Um, they're coming off a bye, I guess you would kind of say. Um, mm -hmm. uh, they were the number one seed in the NFC, so I think they're going to respectively win this game. I think the Rams won last week because of defense, and Ian hates to say that all my games are predicted off defense don't win, which has kind of been true. Uh, but <laughs> Rams obviously proved that last week that defense can win games. Their offense also did pretty decent. Jerry Goff came in after uh, quarterback, the starting quarterback, don't even remember his name. Who gives a fuck, though, because he won't be remembered. Um he got hurt, and Jared Goff came in, did what he was supposed to do, um, even with a fractured pinky or thumb or whatever it was. Um, so I think he'll be able to do somewhat enough, but not enough to keep up with um, Adams and Rodgers because I think they're just going to completely abuse Adams in this game. Um, I also think they're going to abuse Jones in this game. I get uh, – the Rams' defense is good up front and uh, in the secondary, but I think they'll be able to disguise the plays enough to the point where they'll pick and choose where they want um, to do it, and Aaron Rodgers can read a defense just as good as any quarterback, if not better than most quarterbacks. So I think he'll be able to read the defense, disguise what he's going to be doing, hopefully, um, and then move down the field and get it. Like you said, with um, Adams and... Ramsey. Ramsey. I can't wait for this matchup. Um, Josh was saying earlier the Packers have the best cornerback, too, um, I think. And then you were saying that Rams Ramsey was the best cornerback. Um, Stats-wise, I actually saw a couple this week with uh, the Packers cornerback, which I think is a rookie. Um, looked a lot better than Ramsey's. But either way. It's going to be proven this game because you're going up against Adam. So if you lock him down, then you're probably going to prove that you're the best one. So I'm just going to leave it at that and lock in Packers um, and move on to the next round. Ravens versus Bills. I'll let you take it over. Who you got? Yeah, this is Saturday 
night game. We're uh, kind of ending the Saturday with some good football here. You know, it's a, it's a good matchup. I do like this one. Uh, and I think the Bills take this one. I've kind of preached the same thing over and over again. Josh Allen is really good. MVP conversation for a reason. It, it'd be hard for me to, you know, change my whole um, thought process with the Ravens here. I thought that they've been kind of overrated and not good enough all year. Why would I change that now? You know, Lamar, is he good enough to take over this game? I don't think so, personally. Um, I, th I do think he'll be able to get some yards on the ground, run a bunch. But at the end of the day, I think the Bills will be able to have enough offense so that it forces the Ravens to kind of pass more than they like to. And once you you know, take away the run from the Ravens and force Lamar Jackson to win by, by using his arm, it's over. So I predict this game to be over by, you know, late in the third quarter, Bills get a lead, and at that point it's just too much for Lamar Jackson and the Ravens to overcome, and the Bills get the victory. Who do you got on this one? Yeah, I got, well, I don't I don't know. It was, it was a tough one for me, probably one of the toughest out of the four. Um think it's more or less a, a pick em game. I think they have it at minus two right now, two and a half probably actually. Um, so like Ravens' weakness is their um, ability to throw the ball and get it down the field deep, especially with Jackson not be able to throw the ball efficiently past 10 yards, past 20 yards. Um, we saw it last game, and I've been saying it year after year. He's only won one playoff now. He hasn't, he didn't show up um, in the last two playoff years and he just doesn't look like a true quarterback to me um I understand like he has all these crazy numbers and last year he had like actually pretty good decent throwing numbers as well um but you you become a great quarterback and you become a starting quarterback and a franchise quarterback after years and years of showing that over and over and over um that's when you actually become a franchise quarterback you don't just say I'm a franchise quarterback my first year. You can think that someone's a franchise quarterback, but that doesn't mean they are a franchise quarterback. Um, I do think, though, he will be their franchise quarterback only because he's so elite with his uh, feet. So he'll be able to run the ball. He'll be able to do RPOs. He'll be able to disguise who's running the ball just in general. Um, and that upfront line, especially next year when they actually get their, I think their left tackles out for the season. I forget exactly who it was. Mm -hmm. um, once they get him back, they'll be able to run the ball even better, hopefully, um, as long as they don't do any crazy trades or whatever on the offseason. But either way, their weakness is throwing the ball, and Bill's strength is their secondary. So they're up front, though. They let up a lot, a lot of rushing yards, and that's – um, Ravens strength which is running the ball like Jackson almost has like an 80 plus yard game every single game he plays and the games that he runs like over 15 attempts it usually goes over 100 rushing yards so like if they can't stop him and they can't decide where the ball is going Dobbins or Jackson and they struggle with that up front then they're gonna possibly lose this game um, and just because of that I think the Bills also the um Ravens defense-wise, on the other hand, I think the Ravens defense and secondary can lock down Diggs enough. I think they can put, like, Peters on Diggs. You could even double up Diggs if you wanted to, and then Humphreys can lock down. Wait, boy, got the got Cole the bars. Beasley. Cole Beasley in the slot. The <laughs> um, I don't know the exact stats, but I've seen some crazy stats of basically the uh, 
digression, I think that's the right word, on uh, Josh Allen with uh, long, deep throws as far as his completion rate has dropped um, a lot and his 10 to 20-yard completion rate has went up a lot, which usually that's like your slot and your your uh, just thinking dunks and shit like that, which is because one digs. And then two, since you have digs on the team now, um, and he's doing a lot of stuff uh, like yak and shit like that. And he's just a threat. You then have Cole Beasley open more, which is their like primary slot receiver. So if they can double team digs and then stick like Humphreys on Cole Beasley, I think they can lock down that offense and hold him up enough uh, for Jackson to run. But, then again, if they hold Jackson, then I think it's going to be a very close game. But either way, at the end, I got Ravens, and I'm going to stick with it. Um, just a, a couple stats of, like I was saying, Bills up front off uh, defense. They've let up 160 rushing yards versus Colts, 140 yards versus Pats, 190 yards versus Pats, 140 yards versus Broncos, 130 versus Titans, 240 versus Chiefs, and 220 versus Cardinals. So like I was saying, they really have to lock down Dobbins and Jackson. If they don't lock them down, then it's going to be scary. They lot up a lot of yards, but their defense always shows up and clutches up um, at key moments. So if they didn't do that, then they might be able to win. But I'm going to go with the Ravens, big underdogs here. I get it. I mean, it is scary, you know, past the rushing yards and shit. But Bills let up those yards every game, and they still get the victory. So I guess we'll see. All right, let's move this on to Sunday f- uh, got some good football here as well. Let's start this off with the Browns at the Chiefs. I guess I'll start this one off. You know, people would be very surprised if the Browns actually win this game. And I want to say that I think this will be a, a close game, but I do have the Chiefs still getting the victory here. I, you know, I almost question, will the Browns run game be good enough to be able to take control, you know, work the clock, keep Patrick Mahomes off the field? Will Chubb and Hunt have over 150 rushing yards altogether. I'm not sure if they'll be able to accomplish all of that. And even if they do, is Baker Mayfield ready? Is is he ready for this primetime big spotlight game to be able to step up? And, you know, they're going to be stacking the box. He, he could have some open receivers here. Even if they're not open, you know, you got to make those big-time plays, throw it in a tight window. I'm not sure if he's good enough or ready for this spotlight. So I'm going to take Patrick Mahomes being, you know, he's probably the best quarterback in the league. I was arguing against that for a little bit. I wanted to say Russell Wilson for a while. You know, it's over with that. You could still argue Aaron Rodgers. But let's just go with the the big red hot Chiefs and Andy Reid. They're, they're ready. They're off a bye week as well. They're prepared. They'll get this victory. And I'll just let you take it from there, Caleb. Who do you got? Yeah, I got the Chiefs as well. I think this one's um, easy to predict. Um, Obviously, after last week, we can all um, realize that upsets are going to happen. I think it's the the first seed versus the last seed and the first seed. seed. Yeah, something like that. First seed versus sixth seed and the first seed versus sixth seed on the other side. So, like, the underdogs sometimes do show up um, and big upsets do happen still, even in the playoffs. But... To go against the Chiefs is really, I don't care if you think like you're so smart and you pick the Browns. To be honest, even if the Browns win and you pick the Browns, like that's not you being like, oh, dude, I told you so. No, that's just you like throwing it out there and hopefully it sticks against the wall because 
it's obvious that the Chiefs should win this game. So I'm going to stick with the Chiefs. Their offense is elite. Mahomes can show up whenever he wants. Um, I said it in the last podcast. My man's going to have a huge game, two touchdowns, 100-plus yards. Give it to Kelsey. Let's run it up. Um, Kelsey all day. Best tight end this year, and hopefully best tight end. Not best tight end. Top two tight end of all time after his career is done. Um, and hopefully Mahomes ends his career as the GOAT. But either way, I'm going to take the easy road right now and just stick with the Chiefs. Move on to the next game. Bucks versus Saints. I'll take it away real fast. Finish off my predictions of this week. I got the Saints. I think this game strictly comes down to the defenses. I know you say I said every single time, so then I'm probably <laughs> jinxing myself um, that every time I say the defenses are going to win the game. Well, this defense isn't entirely much better than the Bucks defense, but I do believe they are better than the Bucks defense. Um, and as far as offense-wise, when you're comparing the two, they're not as stacked on the Saints side, but the players they do have, which are a good amount of them, like they're actually like elite, like some of the top tier um, players in the league. And I guess you could say it on the other side of Bucks as well. I think they're finally having Godwin, not Godwin back. Um, Jones, I think is I think Ronald he's Jones? yeah. I think Ronald Jones is back for this game. Don't quote me on that. I'm not too positive. Um, I know he was out last week, so I believe he is back this week. Um, so he's a great running back for them to have. I actually like him better than Fortnite. 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 Fortnite this year. Um, so oh, either way, I think Kamara single-handedly can win them this game, and I think Thomas can single-handedly win them this game. On the other side of the field, I think Evans can single-handedly win them this game. Um, and that's pretty much about it as far as wide receivers on their side. I don't think Brown can single-handedly win them this game just because there's no connection with Brady yet, um, and I don't think they really have the right plays to uh, contribute him into the uh, game plan enough to single-handedly win them the game, but they definitely could with Evans, and I don't think their running backs could do enough versus Saints defense to single-handedly win them the game. So since you have two weapons that can single-handedly win you the game on the Saints, I'm going to take the Saints plus with their defense. And I just think Breeze is more hungry and most likely will retire after this year. So he doesn't want to go out on a bad note. Um, Brady most likely will be here next year. So I'm going to give it to Breeze and the Saints and make it their, make it their year to at least get to the NFC Championship. Who you got, man? So I think all things lead to saying, hey, the Saints are going to win this. History says this. They've, they've played twice already this year. Saints won both times. I think Saints were even... Um, undermanned at this point. I think they had some people out. Drew Brees might have been out for one of them. Michael Thomas was out. So all things lead to saying the Saints should win this. They have a better record, this and that. Brady threw but pick sixes in both of them? I think and at least one of them. It was definitely I'm the not, first one. Yes, I think he threw yes. two of them the first one. And I'm almost positive he threw one in the other one. You go on, I'll see. That's what I'm saying. All this leads to the Saints winning, but I'm going with the Buccaneers here. And I can't say too much more than it's just that feeling you get. You know, the Saints um, choke or they get screwed out of every playoff they've been in as of late. Facts. And if you're going the other the other team and you're talking about them, Tom Brady, the guy who has had some of the most um, success ever in the playoffs, 
So on this one, I'm going to take the success versus the choke, and I'm going with the Buccaneers here. It's round three, and I think there will be a difference between the first two games. I almost feel like there has been more of a connection with Tom Brady and his wide receivers, and that's what's going to need to happen in this game for Tom Brady and the Buccaneers to win. I think he's going to throw it a lot. You know, I know Fournette and I know Ronald Jones can run the ball really well, and they'll do that every once in a while. But for the most part, I think the Buc- Buccaneers are going to rely on Tom Brady stepping back, throwing the ball, getting out of his hands quickly, delivering it to some of the best wide receivers in the league with Godwin, Evans, and Antonio Brown. And I even believe he's he's got more of a connection with Antonio Brown than he's had the in the first whatever weeks with him the past like two or three weeks he's throwing it to him more he's getting him more open and as you kind of said I don't think they've really had the place for Antonio Brown I think it's finally time for them to maybe open up the playbook get him more involved um there was a point the last couple weeks of the season where Antonio Brown was only playing 40 some percent of the snaps I could see that going up a lot in the playoffs and, and him actually just having like a big time game in one of these so i have the buccaneers with an upset here they lost two times to the saints already third time's the charm the thing that scares me the most about this game is strictly tom brady his his big weakness and josh said last week is just pressure getting applied to him and obviously that's a lot of quarterbacks weakness weakness but some are mobile enough to get out of the pocket and move around brady is not and i think with the defense you have up front in the saints and even the defense you have uh, in the secondary, I think they're a huge threat to Brady. And um, I actually just looked it up, and Brady has three picks the last time they played and then two before that. So basically they lost because of Brady in each game. So look for Brady to choke again, and if he doesn't choke and he shines, then that can even cement his like legacy. dynasty legacy even more by beating this great defense that he's been struggling with forever. Um, not forever, but at least this year. Um, and then him coming in the playoffs and showing up big time when it matters. So we'll see how it goes and we'll see um, what happens. But if you want to move on to the next segment, what do we got? Yeah, first of all, I just want to 100% agree on everything you just said. Really valid points. And there is a concern that, you know, same things have happened. They keep pressuring Tom Brady, throw some interceptions. Tom Brady's going to have to be smart. He's been smart his whole career, get the ball out of his hands real quick. And this is one of those matchups that it's going to be a good end of the divisional round because I'm not really sure what's going on. This is probably the most 50-50 game for me, to be honest. We'll see. But we're going to move ahead, and now we're going to talk about the wild card losers of last week. So you look at these teams, and, you know, did they peak? Or are, are they just starting to rise up now? And that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about some moves they should make uh, in the offseason and whether or not they're going to improve on their season next year and make it maybe even farther in the playoffs or fall short and maybe not even make playoffs. So here we go. I figured we'll start with the AFC side, and I'm going to start off with the Colts here. They were the seventh seed, and to me, I think they're booming. I, I, I love their defense. I love their run game. They have an identity. I think Taylor was a huge, huge uh, pickup for them. I was very down on him just because I didn't really look at him much. But I think they held him out tremendously this year. So I think that's another big key in their game. But, yeah, continue. Yeah, I, I could see him being another 
thousand yard rusher at least next year, if not more, because he was a guy who he turned it on late in the season. They didn't really give him the workload either in the beginning of the season, so that might contribute to to it. Exactly. Well. I think being a rookie, he had to figure out the playbook and on top of that, with no off season because of COVID, he wasn't able to be prepared. So this year going into the season, he's prepared. I expect him to get even better as well. Um, I expect them to maybe even put some depth or maybe even add another lineman to that offensive line to make that line even better. And here's the thing, though. Um, the biggest position, of course, do they need a quarterback? What is their thing? So if I'm them, I wouldn't draft one. They need a quarterback now. I think that team is ready to go. They're ready to win. So you look around, you find if you could find a veteran quarterback, um, maybe an upgrade on Rivers. And if not, you bring Rivers back for another year. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. Obviously, he could get the job done. And he was getting the job done with wide receivers that aren't that great. T.Y. Hilton at this point, I don't think he's anything special. And I expect him to be gone next year. So that's another need of them. They need another wide receiver. That you could look in the draft if you need. Or, of course, there's guys like Allen Robinson out there. Or Kenny Galladay, maybe go get one of them. But whoever's quarterback in the Colts, they're going to need a wide receiver. You know, you you can't trust a lot of the guys they have right now. And just besides that, I guess I would say offensive line or an edge rusher. And to me, I could say that to just about every team. What team does not need to improve their offensive line and to find a better edge rusher? Because that's that's how you win games in the NFL. You you block for your running back, you block for your quarterback, and you rush the quarterback. That's how you win in 2021 in the NFL. And I think they could really use a great defensive end, another just just to attack the quarterback. Uh, what do you think, Kale? What should the Colts do in the offseason? Yeah, like you stated, um, I think their team is ready to win. Um, there's not really much they need to add to improve other than I truly think, even though they have like three of them, I think they need to find a number one tight end. Um, I think they have Burton. I think they have uh, who's the Doyle, and I forget who the third one is. But they have like somewhat named tight ends, but they're not really anything special. Um, so if you find if you can find a uh, special tight end, then sure go for it. But truthfully, I think it's just them needing to execute. Um, and with that being said, like you said, the QB position, I think that's where all execution starts and finishes. Uh, so. He might be leaving. Who knows if Philip Rivers goes down um, and starts next year off as a high school coach, or he doesn't and he comes back and he's a quarterback, or maybe he's, I believe he got offered a bunch of um, media uh, deals as far as going on TV and broadcasting or whatever it is that he would be doing. Um, so I don't really know what he's doing next year. If he's leaving, though, you need to get your ass a quarterback because you need a trade up, do something for it. Um, that team, I want to say, is young, other than, like, T.Y. Hill and part, some of the defensive defense, players. Yeah, some veterans on the defense, um, but for the most part, they're young. What I heard about Phil Rivers, though, is if the Colts want him back, I heard that he's willing to come back. But if the Colts let him go, he's done in the NFL. Right, and I think it's, I mean, obviously those rumors are up in there, and he's probably talking to people now and all of that, but I think it really just needs time to, develop and actually get a decision made especially him being having seven fucking kids um 
I'd imagine he probably has like a 24 hour conversation with his wife every single year about retirement or not retiring. So since you got so many kids and you have so much at your, uh, on your plate, uh, I think it needs more time to develop, to figure out where he's going. But either way, like I was saying, if he, if you don't have a quarterback, go find a quarterback, at least start looking now before your, your opportunity is up and your time's over. Even if you want to set it back to who's the backup played last year, uh, Brissett. Brissett. Even if you want to give it to him, then sure, go for it and just see like what he can do now. Maybe with like a better looking team, maybe he can polish a few ends and just not turn over the ball as much. But I also think the coaching needs to be to improve. Um, he has coached very well this year, but I still think it needs to improve. Uh, as far as the situational downs, especially, I think that's what made him lose this game versus the Bills. I think they were easily the better team that game. They just did not execute um, and make the right decisions when it came down to it, which is all on your coach. You can't really be doing anything um, if you're not on the field and you're not doing anything and your coach won't let you. So I think it all comes down to um, decisions, which is really weird because Frank was always the dude when the Eagles won the Super Bowl to push and push and push, like, let's go forward and forth, let's go forward and forth. And then he decides not to, and then he decides to go for two, uh, like twice I think it was. One made it, one didn't. Then he decided not to go for a field goal and just go forward and forth down. And it's like maybe you shouldn't push the envelope that hard um, if you don't need to. So I think maybe just some decision work. But either way, overall, it's, I would just say it's polishing the craft that they need to work on more than anything going into the next season. So if you had to guess, um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep saying boom or bust, but by that what I mean is will they make advance. it as far? Will the record get better? Will they advance farther into playoffs? If you had to guess, what, what, what would they do? What would happen <sighs> next year for them? Well, the Texans are looking downhill, and then you have – um, Titans, which won the division this year, I don't think they're even comparable to the Colts, to be honest. Um, even if they played twice this year and Titans won both times, I don't, I'm not really sure. But either way, I think they're the better team. Um, so I would say they're a boom, not a boom as far as make it to the Super Bowl, but a boom as far as winning one playoff game next year. I do believe, especially since I think they're making the playoffs even bigger, or if not, they're. They're keeping at what it is, which is one extra week or one extra team. I think it was one extra team. Um, mm-hmm. So they have one extra chance of getting into the playoffs, which gives them another chance to win this, uh, the first round. So I think they can easily win the first round. Like I said, this game didn't come down to them playing bad or them, um, which obviously they could execute at other places and won it. But I think it strictly came down to coaching and decision-making um, that could have won on the game. So. I think they'll be able to pull it away next year, so I would, I would go with the boom button for sure. Yeah, I, I understand that. And we'll move on to their division rivals. We were just talking about them a little bit, the Titans. Uh, boom or bust here. I also have them as, as a boom, to be honest. I have them as that because I just love their 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 game plan. Going into almost every game, we're going to run the ball with Derrick Henry, um, pass off of that, play action. But the th- problem is with them, and here's why I got them as a boom, it's because they need to improve on that defense more before they become an actual real playoff team in my eyes. Fix. It's hard to win games as a running team when your defense isn't good at all. And with how bad their defense is, it's almost like you can't not do better. Exactly. So it would have to be their offense doing worse while their defense does better for them to be a bust. 
Mm -hmm. So here's some things I would change. First off, draft a bunch of defense. Look for it in free agency. Look for some deals. Just improve. Get some depth there. And, and become a better defense all around. I'm not asking you to be an elite defense. Just be a defense where you're confident if it's a one-possession game at the end of the game. It's not like a given that they're going to give up a touchdown and lose the game for you. So improve that way. And watching that playoff game, I have to ask, ask this question. Um, I think they'll either need like a, a quarterback change or a coach change. Because I was watching that game... And they did not believe in Ryan Tannehill throwing the ball at all. I you don't know? either. It was like they they, pa- they would run the ball two times in a row, gain two yards, and they would pass it on third down. And third and eights, third and seven, third and longs, they're really hard to complete. And it was every drive that they got into that situation because the run game stalled. And pa- passing-wise, honestly, it was working to an extent. You know, you got some great weapons with A.J. Brown and Corey Davis. Got some decent tight ends. You need to be able to throw the ball. So either you need to trust Ryan Tannehill as the coach or you need to change quarterbacks and actually find a quarterback that you trust to throw the ball in the playoffs. So maybe if you're the Titans' uh, office up top, say, you know what, that coach did not believe in Ryan Tannehill. We do. Get rid of the coach or actually find a coach that both the off front office and the coach believes in and get them in because this is an offense that is ready to put up some serious points, I believe. And if you get a decent defense, you get the quarterback, you're throwing the ball well, then, you know, in my eyes, Ryan Tannehill was good enough to win games. It's just that game plan was awful. You know, there's a point where you give up on the run. You have to establish the pass, and then that run game would have been open for Derrick Henry. They just refused to pass the ball. It was the first two plays were always a rush. They got stopped, and they it just doesn't work like that in the NFL in 2021. Well, you said you like their game plan, and you said their game plan is coming in rushing Henry. So I do. you got to respect it if you love it. Well, I respect like, it to ex- – I want you to stick with it, but, man, sometimes you just say what's working is working. You know, it, Especially it, if you're going dumb. up a team that – is a high offenses scoring team. You probably don't want to start off like that, being in uh, down below. So you got to go up fast. So take the advantage of throwing. I, I definitely hear you. I'm just saying, staying from what you said. So what do you got him as a boomer or a bust for next year? Uh, like I was saying earlier, um, for them to be a bust, it would have to be like their defense improves while their offense just gets worse. Um, which I could see happening. Um. Strictly because this is what Henry's third year he's been popping off with these numbers or second year. But he's um, he's more he's been in the league probably longer than that. It's probably like his. I know his league's been, but year. like as far as like stout numbers, yeah. it's been like three or f- uh, two or three years. Um, I don't hard, think it's hard just, to improve on two thousand yards rushing. Right. Too. Sorry to cut you off. <laughs> and they're they're once once they made the QB change, you saw them um, improve a lot more. So everyone always said before I forget who even they had. Mariota, um, Mariota, they're just num- their numbers just didn't look as good. Maybe that's also because Mariota runs the ball a lot more than Tannehill does. Um, but either way, I think they're going to be more of a bust this next year because strictly the Colts will improve. The Colts are the better team; they're in their division, so I think they'll win the division next year. Um, also, they're in the AFC, so you have Chiefs, you have Ravens, you have three teams in the AFC North that made playoffs this year. 
and they look decent enough to do it again next year as long as Steelers don't lose their quarterback. But we'll talk about that later. Um, so as far as, like, division, like, going farther, I think there'll be a bust. As far as improving their team, I think there'll be a boom. Um, I think they will improve the team. I don't think your defense can get much worse than what it is now. It's not the worst, but it's one of the worst on uh, in the league right now. So to improve on that, I think you can easily do. And then I also think that with getting their tackle back next year, which they lost their left tackle, um, they'll be able to run the ball even more too. Um, I think they lost them early versus Steelers. So with them getting that back and just having Ryan Tannehill and uh, Derrick Henry together another year, honestly, I would keep the coach too. I don't think changing it up is going to make it better. If anything, giving another shot might make it better. Um, but as far as trusting Tannehill, I can't really trust him either. Um, he's shown before that he can't make those deep passes. Um, so maybe plan around it. There's a bunch of teams that still strive off of these slants and these um, just like 10 yards to 20 yards passing and they're very high offensive uh, teams. So there is game plans to do that. It's just more or less if that coach can game plan, game plan it with Tannehill. So if one of them were to go, I would say it's probably going to be more the coach than him because I think he could still make those plays. He just can't make the deep throws mm-hmm. um, accurately. So I think if you're taking one or the other, I would take the coach. But either, uh, either way, as far as their team and how good they are, I think they'll boom. As far as getting farther in the season or at least to where they're at, I think they're going to bust. Um, truthfully, they'll probably be like either a last seed or um, not even making the playoffs next year, depending on how teams uh, pan out. But then you also got, like I was saying, three people in AFC North. You could replace it with the Bengals too. Like, shoot, they could come out and surprise people. Um, they would just need, obviously, a lot more to add on. So... I'm just going to have to do it since you have Colts booming next year. I'm going to have to have them busting as far as how far they get into their season. See, I kind of like what you said with the whole, you know, as for maybe advance, uh, you know, beginning being a better team, um, you know, they're probably booming. And, and, and with that, I agree. Playoff-wise, I'm not sure either. They could, they could make playoffs and be a first-round exit. Um, I could definitely see that, that happening for sure. But I have boom just because I feel like they will improve their team and become a better team. It's just, will it be enough to actually be a playoff team? Are they soaring? No, just maybe a little little boom, like a little 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 right. like even. I think <laughs> the crazy part is if they played almost anyone else in the NFC AFC besides the Chiefs that week, I think they would have won. It was just strictly because they played the Ravens and. Jim- uh, Lamar Jackson just ran all over them. Mm-hmm. I think they weren't ready for it whatsoever. Um, and I think Jackson is very, very hot right now with running the ball. Um, I think he wants to give it his all, and I truly think he wants a ring. So since you have that, and he's just so talented and so quick, once he gets an open pocket, he's out. What she proved to them, he got like a 50-yard touchdown versus them. Any other team, Steelers, Browns, <clears throat> Possibly even Bills. Honestly, you probably lose the Bills now that I'm thinking about this because their <laughs> offense is just way too high scoring. Um, 
But if you give them Browns, you give them Steelers, you give them who else was there? Colts. Um, I think they might be able to beat the Colts at least that day. Um, so I think it was just a really bad matchup for them versus Ravens. So I think um, as far as how they played throughout this year, I think they should have even got farther than the first round. So that kind of makes me weary that they won't even get that far next year because you should have done that, but you, you went below expectations. So I think it's like on a downward spiral, if you could say anything, especially them beating the Ravens, like what, three times last year, mm-hmm. twice this year. Like yeah. you, you should have been able to win that game. Lamar was didn't. mad at that point too. He had something to prove. You yeah. could tell. Let's finish up the AFC side with, the Steelers, and I'll start this one off, and I'll be quick because I'm sure Caleb will have plenty to say about them. Um, I actually have them booming as well, and you're like, damn, Ian, three booms on the AFCs, and Steelers who uh, might be losing some people to retirement, Retirement, Marcus Pouncey, he might retire, Ben Roethlisberger, who knows? But still, I just like the defense, you know? I really do. I think they could keep improving that defense, too. Um, so that brings me to one of the things that I would do in the offseason. I would get some depth on that defense. I would keep stacking that defense. If I'm the Steelers, I want that defense to be one of the defenses that doesn't allow more than, like, 20 points a game. So that even if Big Ben does retire, you know, you could... S- still put up enough points. You still put over 20 points to win the game, no matter who you got at quarterback, hopefully. And with that being said, you need to first solidify your offensive line, free agency, drafting, get get them some help. And then I would even look for a running back maybe late in the draft, maybe somewhere rounds four through seven, see if you could find a, a gem in, in the late rounds. Because I like James Conner. I think he's a decent running back, but I think you can improve at the running back position and maybe even use the guy you draft as the backup because I think they could use a good dual threat attack game at, at, at the running back position. And lastly, of course, the quarterback. You need to find out what's going on there. Bring Big Ben back another year if you can, and I would draft a quarterback at some point, probably not in the first two rounds, but anywhere after that, because it is, if it's not this year, Big Ben's going to leave very soon and maybe start um, coaching someone up to become that quarterback of the future. Um, and if you are the Steelers and you could get a veteran who's good, go out and do that. But if not, bring Big Ben back and just rerun it. You know, I think Steelers got cocky, you know, and got lost their heads a little bit. Let's run it back, improve that defense. See if they see if they could get farther this year. I still have them as a boom for next year, and I think they'll improve on their uh, playoff run. What do you got? What do you got going on with the Steelers? Yeah, so I think they'll be a bust if they lose Ben. Plain and simple. Ooh. We don't have a backup quarter. I mean, we don't have uh, a quarterback that will be able to replace him and do even better than him. Um, he did look awful versus the Browns, making very bad decisions, just trying to get away with the ball. But I strictly take that off of offensive line um they put him in the hole early pouncy threw a fucking horrible snap that was just ugly then him and james connor communicated very badly um they got a touchdown out of it but you can just see them not just offensive wise as far as pass blocking um rush blocking as well they cannot move off the line of scrimmage so i think if you want to target one area to improve on next year 
Um, it's easily offensive line. Um, they're all very, very old. I believe we have Dotson in the left guard now. Um, he should be taking over Filer's spot. And Villanueva is the left tackle. Um, I think he's old, but I still think he can do enough to um, hold up those edge rushers. Mm. Um, so as far as that, I mean, Ben's just not mobile enough to move out of the pocket as well. Um, so as far as offensive line, they really have to just make like a kind of circle around him, push him on the outside. And if they apply enough pressure up the middle, you're basically having Ben frustrated and scared and throwing those picks, which is what happened versus the Browns. Um, so I think there'll be a bust next year compared to this year strictly because um, if Ben doesn't play, if Ben plays, I could see them being a boom um, strictly because they lost first round playoffs. Um, as far as record wise bust, as far as going farther in the season, I think boom. Um, I think their offense is very good. I wouldn't say they're elite. I wouldn't say they have elite players. I think they're very good all around, very um, formed perfectly as far as running back, wide receivers, um, quarterback. It's just that offensive line. Um, the quarterback can be improved, but I think he can do enough and not have to do enough to win the games with the players they have around him. They really just need to get their run game going, and the only way you're going to get the run game going is with the offensive line. So you improve the offensive line, they'll be able to get the run game going, and then they'll be able to pass more. The reason Steelers fell off at the end of the season is strictly because people started playing game, um, game planning for them, cutting off those short passes, and then Ben had no time to throw it deep. When he did throw it deep, it was one-on-one to Claypool or one-on-one to Johnson. And it's just him just launching the ball. Um, he's not very good with a deep pass anymore. He's still pretty decent. He's just not as good. And he gets pressured very, very, very fast uh, with that offensive line. So as far as boom bust, I would say bust if Ben leaves. Boom if not, as far as how far they go. As far as record, easily bust. Um, and as far as improvement, offensive line, give me offensive line. The only thing that kills me a lot, sorry, about this game is, not about this game, this team. So we got rid of, I don't even know who the fuck is, what his name was. Um, our offensive coordinator we got rid of two years ago. 2017, our offense was amazing, like top two in the league. We could basically outscore any team that we played up against, and then we lost to fucking Jaguars, which was very, very disappointing. Um, then we got rid of our offensive coordinator because they weren't apparently giving Ben um, the control that he wanted to have. Um, and that, honestly, he well deserves. And then this year, the whole narrative, too, was also um, early in the beginning, Randy Feekner or Fetchner, or however you say his last name, um, was taking control of the games, and they would always put themselves in a hole when they were losing. When they were winning, it was always, oh, it's fine, sunshine and rainbows. But the hardest thing and most annoying thing is that they either blame it on the offensive coach or they um, – say it's not Ben's fault. And it's got to be somewhere between the quarterback and the offensive coordinator working together to gel and do what they think is best. Um, and I truly think it's just them divided and saying, hey, I can do what I can do. Let me do what I can do and I can show you. And then 
when it doesn't work, they like to blame the offensive coordinator, and then they just let go of him this year, which was the quarterback head coach, not the quarterback head coach, but the quarterback coach um, in 2017 when we were popping off, and apparently that's who was telling Ben all the plays and stuff, and then Ben was also making up on game-time decisions when it was like a two-minute drill. But either way, um, that's the only thing that annoys me with this team. So improve on the offensive line. And as long as we keep Bud Dupree, I think that defense is going to be elite. So find us a quarterback. We have the weapons offensively. Just improve the offensive line. Start looking for a quarterback. That's the end of the story. But. No, yeah, I agree with a lot of what you just said. And most of all, just improve that offensive line because just the way you guys were running the ball. It was awful. I mean, I know it's a passing league, but you have to be able to run the ball against bad rush teams, and they, they're not really even able to do that. With that, that's a wrap for the AFC side. Let's move on to the NFC. And we'll start with the Bears. They were the seventh seed this year. And to me, they're a bust. I mean, I think they're going to have a lot of uh, changing parts this offseason, and one of them might be Allen Robinson, and that would be my number one priority if I'm the Bears is Allen Robinson. Um, He is now going into free agency. If you need to franchise tag him or do whatever it takes to get him back, I think he's worth paying money, big-time money for because you don't really have too much at, at wide receiver right now. You have Darnell Mooney. He was a rookie. He was solid. I think he had 600 and some receiving yards this year. Could probably even improve that next year, maybe, if there's a number one wide receiver next to him. But they don't really, They don't have a quarterback. Trubisky, I believe, is a free agent. He's probably out the door. So now you're looking for a quarterback. And here's my take on this. For the most part, I do like how the Bears are um, put together right now, how they put together this team. They're a rushing team with a pretty solid defense. And to me, the Bears should be looking at the Ravens and being like, we're going to copy their blueprints. So to me, if I'm looking for a quarterback, I want a mobile quarterback who could run pass options, um, you know, take the ball himself every once in a while. You know, try to find like a Lamar Jackson. And to me, I'm sorry, guys, I'm an Eagles fan. Uh, I don't know what's going on with our situation right now with Carson Wentz, Jalen Hurts. I don't know who's going to be quarterback. But if the Eagles decide to go with Carson Wentz, maybe the Bears should look at Jalen Hurts. I think Jalen Hurts showed that he has some promise as a quarterback in the NFL. And they could use him, trade for him, and use him as a guy who will be able to run around, improve that Bears rush game even more. And he's good enough to be able to throw the ball every once in a while. The only bad situation is um, they got an Eagles backup before it didn't turn out too well. So, Well, they got a backup <laughs> who, honestly, it's done. whether people believe it or not, has proven he's just not a, a, a real starting quarterback in the NFL. He has his games, but for the most part, he's never really had like 16 solid games of play. To me, I look at Jalen Hurts. I'd say he's young. We could grow. He could grow into our franchise quarterback for the next fifteen years, and I'd give him a shot if I'm the Bears, or or just look anywhere else. Maybe Mariota's looking for a place to play at, something like that. Just someone who's mobile who could help uh, David Montgomery run the ball even more, and someone who maybe isn't the best passer but can improve on that. Look for young here. The Bears. They're a solid team, but they're not 
they're not a complete team yet. Not at all. I, I would definitely go younger instead of trying to find this veteran guy where maybe we get in the playoffs, but then we get knocked out in a round or two. So here I have a bust. They had a good year this year, but Allen Robinson might be out the door. Their quarterback's out the door. You know, the defense, it's good. It's not good enough yet, though. They're not at an elite status. So I'd improve on that by getting, for trying to bring back Allen Robinson, bringing in a rushing quarterback, and then maybe even getting another wide receiver, even besides Allen Robinson. Like I said, Darnell Mooney's good. But having a good number two for the quarterback who comes in could really help them out. So those those are my moves that I'd make for the Bears. And I, I have them as a bust. I, I, I'm not sure if they'll make it to the playoffs. And even if they do, it'll be a first-round exit again. So what do you what do you think, Caleb? Yeah, I don't really talk much about them um, other than them being a bust and that their defense is great. And I don't think your defense can be great for that many years in a row. Um, they've been great for, I would say, ever since whatever is – name is um that came from Raiders I forget exactly what his name is it's kind of bad that I don't know defensive end edge rusher oh Khalil Mack yeah Mack um Mack attack he, ever since he came into their their uh team the defenses look very very uh good and their offense just never really has shown anything but making it to the early playoffs um they had that one gear one good year where Mitch uh looked pretty good actually and then he made playoffs and he Got the double doink. I believe that was the year. Um, But either way, I just don't think their offense is much. I don't think they'll ever be much until they just completely rebuild the team. And with that being said, on a rebuild, all you can think about is going downhill. So as far as them getting farther in the playoffs, bust. As far as their team getting better, bust. Um, I I think they're going to struggle with QB situations. Are you just completely down on them? You don't, do you see hope in them or is it just like complete bust? I don't see hope in them at all. You have Green Bay in your division. You have Vikings in your division, which uh, I know we're not going to talk about them because they didn't make the playoffs, but I think they're a boom next year. Um, So I think they're just a bust this year. And it's, I mean, other than the lines being shit, that's the only thing that's going to get you into the third. So for some reason, whatever reason it was, Vikings didn't make it to the playoffs. I think they should have made it to the playoffs over Bears as far as talent-wise. But either way, just bust all the way. I don't even like watching them, to be honest. I don't even like betting them or talking about them. It's just They're just not really an exciting team whatsoever. And until they are, that's all I got to say about them. All right, well, we'll move on to the next team, and it's almost – Bears 2.0, to be honest. Um, Washington, a lot of the same shit I could talk about as I just talked about with the Bears, to be honest. They need a quarterback as well. Um, they have a number one wide receiver, but nothing really beyond that. Their defense is good, but needs to step up to be an elite defense to really carry that team. So it's a lot, a lot of the same talk, to be honest. But f- number one has to be quarterback help. Uh, I don't know what they're doing. I don't know what their plan is. Uh, but to me, you got to try to go young. But the problem is your draft um, pick now stinks because you actually made the playoffs. So maybe draft some guy and hope you get a Justin Herbert. I would say if you really like someone, draft someone. If not, get an old veteran just to fill in until you actually can find a young QB to actually draft and build up because 
you know, I'm not I'm not hopeful for this Wash team at all. They're they're a big time bust for me to be honest. They got a decent run game going. They got McLaren, and they got a great defensive line. But to me, they don't have much else. So if I'm them, I'm going to start this organization. I'm, I'm going to build them up by trying to find my QB. Um, and then another thing too is they left their uh, they lost their premier left tackle. They traded him this off season. Or last offseason. So try to find your franchise left tackle too. That's one of the biggest spots on an NFL team. Do that. And also, you have this great defensive line. How about you get a really good linebacker too? Because he's going to be free to run around and make plays since this D-line will take up all the blocks. If you get a good linebacker now, if you draft a good linebacker, he'll be able to run around, make plays in the backfield, uh, rush needs the quarterback. To be a linebacker. Like a, yeah, sure. exactly. Get like a great middle linebacker. Sideline side to sideline linebacker for sure. Have him do all that. Like, like you're a Steelers fan. You see what those linebackers could do. You have a great D-line. They're, they're, they're free. They're moving around. They're making plays. So I think they kind of take a play out Pittsburgh's book and improve that defense. With the linebacker, start with the defense, Washington. Good, get good that way. Your your offense isn't going to be good for a while. You still need to find a quarterback, improve that defense, and eventually work on the offense. Just not this off season. Get really good on the defense. Get elite, and then find your quarterback. What do you think? Yeah, um, I think they've been shaping their team around defense the past couple of years, um, especially last year. Obviously, taking Chase Young, um, named a couple other. Defensive players last week in our um, podcast, um, and I just think they're sculpting their team around the defense. Um, with that being said, like you said early in the beginning of the year, and I kept saying defenses show up and win games. I think this is more an offensive-driven league, so I think they need to focus on the offensive side. Um, a quarterback's a huge thing. So it's very hard to find one like that. Um, the good thing is you have Watson and you have. That wants to get traded, and you have um, what's his name, Stafford. That should probably fucking leave that uh, team because Lions is a joke, and they're just completely wasting his life. Um, so maybe do something, do anything to get him because if you have one of those two, your team's doing a straight one eighty turnaround, going straight up to Super Bowl. Um, uh, contenders, maybe uh, AFC, not a, NFC contenders. Like honestly, that defense is very, very, very good. Um, and if you just give them some fucking offensive help uh, to move the ball down, then you're most likely gonna win. Like they could have beat the Buccaneers this year, uh, this year in playoffs. Like it's straight up, they could have won it, and it was mostly because of their defense. But also, you have a backup quarterback that just came out and showed up. Um, that was a very, very great game to watch and I'd even get to watch it all. That's the disappointing part. Um but either way, I think you need to focus on offense. You have a young wide receiver with great talent, um great room for improvement from him too as well. Maybe get a second wide receiver, wide receiver two on it. Um and I don't really know their cornerback situation. Do you know what their their cornerback situation they're, they're is? They're all right. Um Nothing I, I crazy right now. So maybe they could use another. One. Maybe like you were saying, sideline, sideline, linebacker. Maybe get a safety. Maybe get a better cornerback. I don't know how their cornerback situation is. Maybe Brian could tell me about that one. Um, but either way, I just I just think they need something either in the secondary defense to get those uh, plays down the field. 
to not happen, or you need an offense to keep up with these high offensive power teams. And that's what I was saying in the beginning. I think it's an offensive-driven league, so you need to keep up with them. And one way to keep up with them is obviously to have a great defense, but then you also still need to outscore them, which didn't happen versus the Bucks. You held the Bucks to, I think, 19 it was? I forget exactly it was, what it was. Uh, something like that, Definitely yeah. below 24, which is perfect spot to have any team at. You should be able to score over 24 points if you have a good enough offense, but it's plain and simple they didn't. Obviously, if you have your backup quarterback, so you can say something about that. But even if you had your starting quarterback, which is a crippled dude and old, um, uh, I still don't think he was going to be able to do it. So either way, I think you need to focus on offense. Not sure exactly where. I don't even really know who's on their offensive line. Just really know their defensive front um, and then their offensive weapons just from fantasy. So... I would say focus on offense somewhere other than running back and wide receiver one. I think the running back and Gibson is actually proven this year that he deserves at least another year of just getting the workload to himself and maybe committing it a little bit. But that's all I got. So I got them as a boomer bust next year. They made the playoffs. Cowboys are getting Dak back bust. I'm going to give them the bust. Um, and just move on from there. So just real quick, you said something about Matt Stafford, right? He's old at this point. He's probably got He's still amazing. Max, he'd probably have like four good years left in him, I'd say. Um, unless he's one of those outlier quarterbacks. Is this Washington team team prepared? Are they good enough, ready enough to actually want an older quarterback? Do you think they they'll make a push? I don't think it's them I don't think it's more or less them wanting it, but more or less them being ready to be a Super Bowl contending team, at least the AFC, NFC uh, championship contending team. Like, I think they do have a much better chance with a great quarterback like that, even of if course. you're only getting two years out of it. So you give them two years and you give them the Eagles did it basically one year ring and then it's fucking done. Now they're ready to get rid of their quarterback. Um, so there's teams that will do anything and everything just to get a fucking ring and if you give him that chance i bet you i don't know how contracts work with stafford but if they have the chance and they could get him in there i bet you they would take him in there um as long as it's not destroying their team um and i do think they would go a lot farther with a quarterback but i i just don't think it's going to happen and i think they'll just i don't know who they'll have next year but either way i don't think it's going to be enough to boom so bust it is but we'll go with the last nfc team and i guess i'll let you start this one off since i think i've done everyone first so far um the seattle seahawks they were the third seed do you think they'll boom or bust yeah so this team they're all their defense i was talking about uh i forget what defense i was talking about earlier is titans defense you can't get much worse than titans defense this is the team that you can get worse this defense is horrible um they proved a little bit at the end of the year, a little bit. Um, not by much, though. And their offense fell off very, very hard. Um, so as far as what they need to do, not entirely sure. I think it's definitely going to be on the defense. I just don't know where. Um, obviously, they got Adams this year, so that's obviously a big improvement already. And he actually played pretty hard um, this year. So just keep improving on that. And... I would say an offensive line because Wilson drops back out of his pocket and fucking runs for his life mm -hmm. year after year after year. So maybe help the old man. 
you got Chris Carson as a running back, so if you get a good offensive line too, maybe he can start running the ball more and actually looking like a top-tier running back that he should be. I've seen him in person. He's a fucking freak. Um, so if you're going to do offense, offensive line for sure. Defense, I had no clue where they need to improve at other than safety. Basically everywhere, not, it seems like. Yeah, other than not having a safety, like, because they already have one in Adams, I don't know where they need to improve but or where they want to improve, but you got to improve somewhere. Um, as far as them boomer busting, as far as getting farther next year, I think they're going to boom. Um, I, I think they've went one and done the past two years, right? No, they won against the Eagles the year before. but uh, It's not saying much. Yeah. Um. Carson Wentzless, right? Team. Um, so, I think they're gonna show make enough changes this year and good changes. That's a great coach they have, um, very good coachable players there, um, and I think they'll do enough to boom. Definitely boom as in improving their team. There's no doubt in my mind they'll boom as improving their team. As far as boom bust, as far as getting it, I'm going to give them the boom, but I'm not very confident on it um, just because I think their division's also good as well. They have the Rams and who else is fighting? Rams, them? Cardinals, and 49 Cardinals and 40. Okay. Bust on how far <laughs> they're getting. Fuck that. Never mind. I forgot about all that. 49ers, I've hyped them up. That they're a very hurt team. Once they're healthy, then they're a very good team. Forgot about Cardinals. Um, obviously, I knew the Rams. So I'm going to say bust as far as they get now that – you just said their division straight up, so that's what I got. Who do you got, man? You or know, what do you, got? you hit a lot of the points I was going to talk about too, because I had I, I have them as a bus, and I wrote why bus. There's just too much competition in that division. Cardinals, Cardinals, Rams, and Forty ers they all can improve next year easily yep. in my mind. Every single one of those teams have good cornerstone pieces. I think they're a lot younger, too. Yeah, they're younger. Cardinals have their quarterback. They have the wide receiver of their future. They need to work on that defense and, and maybe get more of a run game going, which they did later on in the year with Drake. So if they improve on all that, that's a good team. The Rams could be a great team themselves if they improve in a couple things. And the 49ers were injured out the ass this year. So if they get healthy, um, you know, I'd like to see what they – do at quarterback, I hear Garoppolo might go, and if he goes, then I'm not sure on the 49ers yeah. team. We'll I would keep him see. if I was in. Yeah, I I'd keep him just because I don't know if you're going to really be able to get a better option unless you can get like a Stafford. I think he would fit well in the Niners, but who knows if that would actually happen. But there's just too much competition with the, Se the Seahawks team. They're going to be fighting and scrapping all year long, having six games against those three teams. It's just going to be too much for them. So what I do... If I'm the front office of the Seahawks team, like you said, I work on that offensive line. You need to reestablish re the run game, you know, um, two, three. Basically, all of Russell Wilson's career, they had a really great run game um, with Marshawn Lynch and then Chris Carson took over and he was running the ball really well. And they kind of lost that the last year or two. They need to reestablish that, be a, maybe even become a run first team and play action. Take, take a, a page from the um, Rams playbook and run the ball all the time and play action off that. Could you imagine being a scary run team and then play actioning to a DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett? That, that's almost unstoppable at that point. Yeah. So do that. You'll have DK Metcalf one-on-one. -on -one. DK's going to win a lot of those matchups. If he's not, Tyler Lockett probably will. Russell Wilson's good enough. He will carry this team far. And, you know... 
I don't like saying they're a bust because there is a lot of potential with this team, even on the defensive side. Like you said, they have Adams and Bobby Wagner. Those are two superstars. You do need to build some more around them. Are they that far? I think you could draft two or three guys for, for the defense, pick up another guy or two in free agency. And that team, if, if, if that defense just sticks together, they kind of glue together and make a connection, they won't even be too bad. So it's hard for me to say. I don't want to say they're a bust in my eyes. And if you pay attention to, to my booms or bust, the whole AFC side, boom, the whole NFC side, bust. <laughs> I hope you're not just saying that so the Eagles start going boom, well, boom. No, I don't think that's it either. I, 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 it's just the NFC side is so like diverse with talent. Like there's so much talent. Like nobody's super elite. Nobody's it's well, very, very good teams. Off, but like there's average to good teams all over the NFC. I think AFC is a little bit more um, front loaded. Like there's the superior teams and then there's the shit teams. And then, so I think it kind of shows that there's just a lot of competition, the NFC versus the AFC side. Um, so all bust NFC. I like the Seahawks. I really do. It's just I don't think it's going to be their year yet. Russell Wilson's still young enough where they'll be able to have a good run, and I'm sure they're going to be booming within the next two or three years. I just don't think next year's their year. All right. Well, that's pretty much about it that we got. Um, we covered Wrap that up. the conference. Is that what it's called? Conference playoffs? The division. Division playoffs and the boomer bust of NFC and AFC of the people that left the playoffs in Super Wild Card. And that's pretty much it. Um, if you'd like to follow us, uh, hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Call us. Call us, text us, leave us, uh, hit us up in our DMs, YouTube, all of that. We're on at almost every single media that you can get on. Um, leather helmet fandom. And yeah, pretty much we're just focused on improving and we really want people to join us. So if you want to join and you want to get your two cents in, hit us up, let us know. Um, it helps us, it helps you. Um, and we want to basically just make it an overall community, not just an us thing. We want it to be a community thing. Uh, and our improvements for next year, we'll be sitting down, going over it to try to improve not just with video but with content as far as quality and what we're doing, changing it up next year, um, maybe moving it, maybe just overall improvement into it. So keep up with us, stay tuned, um, and just stay informed. Uh, if you're not informed on NFL, we'll keep you informed. And that's pretty much about it. Um, if your team's in the playoffs still, best of luck to your team. If it's not, Hope you have a good off season. Go Packers. Go Steelers. Uh, still, <laughs> fuck that. I'm going to root for my team no matter what. But uh, go Kelsey, I guess I would have to say. And that's pretty much about it. You got anything else you want to say, Ian? Yeah, just uh, we got some creative, um, really fun ideas coming up in the future. Be prepared for those. I think everyone will enjoy them. A little more lighthearted than the our other videos. More uh, get some get some laughs out of it. So just look out for those. And that's pretty much about it for this uh, week. So hope you have a great weekend. Enjoy the playoffs. And that's pretty much about it. Peace. Peace.